This episode of Locked on White Sox is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS App Store and find one of our Locked on Rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. White Sox! White Sox! Go! 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 Dynamic duo of Herb Lawrence and Chris Tannehill. Those two are like a tag team, you know? Come with me to Southside of Chicago. Hi, this is Jim Tomey, and the best White Sox talk is on Locked On Sox Podcast with Tanny and Herb. Hello, and welcome back to Locked On Sox. My name is Herb Lawrence, Ecknerwall23 on Twitter to follow me. Chris Tannehill is at Chris Tannehill on Twitter, and our show is at Locked On Socks on Twitter, Instagram, and on YouTube. If you go there, hit the subscribe button, watch a couple of those videos, and maybe you can get a White Sox or a Locked On White Sox prize pack sent out to you by Chris Tannehill. And with no further ado, let's get to that man. Chris Tannehill, how you doing? Doing great, Herbie. It's episode 195 today of Locked On White Sox, and in tonight's episode... We're going to talk about the day's Cactus League action on Monday, go over some roster news. We got 108 turning results galore and Sox in the City returns. All right, before we get into the uh, Cactus League stuff today, there is some things of note here that came out of that game. Uh, How is your vacation going? You are alive and well. No alligators or snakes got you yet. Yeah, we're great. Uh, We took the day we're in the south carolina area well um, myrtle beach area which is on the north part of south carolina so we went over the border to north carolina there's a little island off the coast that's called bald head and we went and checked that island out it was a you ran a golf cart and go around the island and brendan mccaffrey sure. is there waiting for you when you get there at bald exactly yeah. <laughs> and then you avoid all these uh snakes and alleys which we saw zero but we did see a a deer while we're riding this golf cart down this path deer was just waiting for us to cross the street and he was like all right go ahead and then five five seconds after he's like all right i'm gonna slowly cross the this path right here but uh we went to the atlantic ocean it was really cold and um my legs uh were exposed because i had shorts on and all the sand was coming off of the uh, ground and like hitting the bottom of my leg and oh, if, no. i don't know if you ever had a microdermabrasion it's a little like pen that shoots like little pieces of sand at your face. And I guess it's supposed to exfoliate it. That's what it felt with my legs. It's like at points it hurt like really badly, like going like projectile sand. And it was hurting so badly initially. And then you get used to it and it felt a little bit more rejuvenating after a while. But we did that. It was in it was very good times. Now we're back in uh, the Myrtle Beach area after a good dinner. They have some good seafood here, too. I, would I don't know if you guys so. know that. I hope so. What did what, what'd you have? I had a flounder that was stuffed with crab. Ooh, look at you. How decadent of you. Yeah, it was really, really good. It was. Uh, <laughs> uh, I would 100% recommend it. I think the place was called Hook and Barrel. Okay. It was um, just a regular seafood place but with extraordinary sides extraordinary food i would recommend if you're down in the myrtle beach area anytime soon yeah man i'm looking forward i haven't had a a good seafood meal in a while it's like one of the things that you can only really experience by going to an actual restaurant 
sitting there at the table while they bring it out hot. You know, that's not something that travels particularly well. So I'm looking forward to hopefully for my birthday, maybe getting over to, to Bob Chin's here locally. That's one of my favorite things to do when, back when restaurants were a thing. And uh, hopefully we'll do that again soon with uh, my parents both being vaccinated soon here and uh, my father-in-law getting his second dose soon. So we're, we're getting out of this thing, and I'm glad you're having a good time down there. And what- one of the good things about this place, it was, you know how we in Chicago, well, well, I don't know, it's like 60 back there, so there's probably no reason for uh, fans or any heaters. Yeah. They had the personal heater, like, right behind Courtney, like, shoulder length, like, shoulder height. Yeah. And so she was like, man, this is the best thing ever. So we were outside, outside dining. No one was near us. And she had heat going to us because it does get a little nippy when it's 60 oh. here. So it's, oh, it's, it's, yeah. it's I would a breeze. Know. I it's would an ocean know. breeze. Oh, I would yeah. know, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I was like, man, it is 65. It's a little nippy out here. I'm sure it's 65 in Chicago. And people are like, man barbecue oh, oh yeah man we ain't wearing nothing but draws out here oh yeah that that was me out there when i got home today from work i threw the uh, lawnmower in the back of the uh, uh back of the crv gonna go get it serviced tomorrow getting ready for all the warm weather stuff we got one of those solo stoves in the mail today so mm. we're gonna be firing that up this summer you guys can come over and we'll roast some marshmallows and drink some beverages some adult beverages maybe uh, around the uh, the fire pit so good times man but yeah it's a beautiful day here in chicago and i think it's starting to cool down a little bit tomorrow but uh, you know, enough gab in a way about us. Uh, White Sox news today. So the White Sox, yeah, lots of it. They won today, folks. The White Sox win. Print the banner. Line up the parade. Michigan Avenue on the Studge Turkle Bridge, Division Street. Let's go. White Sox seven two winners over the Giants in Glendale. Uh, had a pretty real lineup out there today. Uh, it was, you know, some of the. Faces that you would see in the White Sox lineup, maybe not necessarily the order that you'll see every day. Uh, Tony LaRusso is still kind of figuring that out, I think, a bit. Uh, but T.A. let off the game. We'll tell you what he did in a second. Followed by Luis Robert, Jose Abreu, Yohan Moncada, Eloy, Yaz, Eaton, Vaughn, and Madrigal. So a pretty formidable lineup for the Sox out there today in their 7-2 victory. They bang out 14 hits, including two from Adam Eaton, two from Yasmani, two from Eloy, and two from T.A., who led off the game doing this. Anderson in the air to left. This will go. It's number one for Tim Anderson. Yeah, so T.A. leads off the game that way. Hope to see a lot more of that in the regular season, no doubt. So it was a good offensive day for the White Sox today. And, you know, I got to thinking about, you know, the whole Tony La Russa, Tim Anderson dynamic. And we've heard no ill reports in spring about their, their relationship. And pretty much things have gone as perfectly as you could have want them to go. And this really jumped out at me. This is from Tony La Russa's postgame today when talking about Tim Anderson. You can't describe the importance of of your best player setting the best example. And uh, he does that every day. I mean, they're in a drill, he goes through, he's not 100%, whatever it is. You know, I don't know him from before, but you know, he's, he's nice and verbal out there. The drills, he's talking, animated. So I said, it's hard to describe the impact, but just look at, you know, what the other guy's gonna say when they see a guy practicing and, and, and that intensity, you know, it's hard for him to be less than that. I think he knows, you know, he's really good and he enjoys playing the game, you know. Like Stan Musial used to say, why was he so happy in spring training when everybody was worried? He said, well, I knew I was going to have to be So I was happy. Right? So I think Tim knows he's going to play good. So he relaxes and has fun, and guys enjoy having him around. 
you know, the, we we give Tony a lot of crap about you know being the older manager. We don't actually we don't do that. Like the fan base kind of does that, and they make a joke about him being an older guy. But you know, whenever you can, you know, you, you know, relate a Stan Musial anecdote into your daily press conference, I'm here for that, man. I love the lineage and connecting the the dots throughout the history of our game. But we can't overstate the fact that two of your best players, T.A. and Jose Abreu. Lead by example every day on and off the field. It's, it's a good feeling when the guys at the top are producing but also doing all the right things day in and day out. Yeah, that's exactly what you need as a championship-caliber team. We, If we remember back in the last year when we are starting off this pandemic, we watched the documentary about the, white, about the uh, Bulls, and the last dance said that, yeah, Michael Jordan was a dick, but – the one thing that Michael Jordan did was not ask you to do something that Michael Jordan wasn't doing. And he's trying to win every sprint. He's trying to win every play in practice. And so that sets a tone for later on for all the players from one to 12. And that like what you said and what Tony La Russa said, where your best players are giving the sacrifice. The guy who's 26, 27, 28 on the roster says, number one's giving it. I got to give it. A hundred percent when I'm out here, it sets the tone. It sets the pace. If you see your top dog slacking, you don't feel like, you know, that's the tone that you're setting for the rest of the team as a leader. They'll follow your lead, good or bad. So if your best player is taking drills like it's a game, cool. Then the next guy will. Then the next guy will. And that's the attitude you got to set and establish early in spring training. So everybody knows this is what is expected. A hundred percent is what is expected. And so I'll give it too. And I best see you do it. And it's good that Tony acknowledges that. And it's good that Tony acknowledges that Tim is his best player as of right now. I think it'll change eventually, but if, if we're picking the best players, I got the shirt on right now. No Eloy shirt. I got on. I don't have a Yoan shirt. I got stick talk on. Because Tim Anderson is the best player right now. Absolutely. And, you know, I, as long as we don't have Tim Anderson out here calling anyone a hoe, like Michael Jordan did to Scott Burrell, I think we'll be okay. Um, but, you know, it's just <laughs> I, I keep going back to, like, you know, to Pito, man. Like, Jose Bray was here when T.A. first got here. And, and T.A. came up. Let's remember, folks, T.A. came up in, in 2016. And there was a lot wrong in that clubhouse that, mm-hmm. that, that year. And still, you know, he, he you know, trying to find his way through during his first couple years and then he has you know personal tragedy happen to him and he kind of transforms his whole uh, outward persona who knows maybe he's always the same guy on the inside but at least outward toward the media he's kind of a different guy but you know I, I, all roads lead back I think to Jose Abreu now that it's his team and during the rebuild he got to fortify his base on this White Sox team and I think that can't be overstated as well his effect on Tim Anderson and it all trickles down man the TA is going to have an effect on Madrigal every day working in the infield right there and all the other guys that come up after them so the, the Sox are in a really good spot organizationally when the, your faces of your franchise are putting in the work uh, moving on here there was some roster news that came out of that game today after the game uh, the White Sox optioned outfielder Luis Gonzalez and right-handed pitcher Ronaldo Lopez to the club's alternate training site. This is not news. If you've been following the show, we just talked about it yesterday. Looks like Carlos Rodon's going to be the fifth guy in the rotation. And, you know, we'll hear what Tony had to say here about what he's seen from Ronaldo Lopez, sort of summing up what his spring training's been like so far and what's gotten us to this point. 
What do you make of uh, Ronaldo Lopez's spring training so far? Talking to him yesterday, he felt he was you know, overthrowing his fastball a little bit, and maybe that's contributing to not getting the results, but overall that he feels good about how he's progressing, the work he's doing on the side. Yeah, I thought exactly that. You know, I think sometimes, uh, you know, you see it a lot. He even said during the season with veterans, you, know, you just come out of your delivery because you try and do more. It happens golfers, hitters, you know, the more you try to do, the less you do. I think he's, he's, he's improved, you know, consistency of, you know, where he starts his wind up to where he finishes. I've seen his stuff be a little sharper than it was yesterday, but the fact that he's healthy is a good sign. So no Ray Low, at least at the beginning of the year. And, you know, you see this a lot with young guys, as Tony just said. He's, it sounds like he's trying to do too much. And that's always been the problem with Ronaldo is just never consistent. I mean, sometimes it takes guys longer than others to find their rhythm and find their delivery to, to a spot where they're comfortable with it and, and able to do the repetitions. Because I have no doubt that they're working with him on the repetitions to keep it the same. But it's a different thing when you're trying to go out there and execute it while you're competing for a job at that. And I think this is where you see the difference here with Carlos Rodon, who's sort of been there, done that, and he's on his last leg here with the White Sox compared to a guy like Ronaldo Lopez, who, you know, not quite done in his career. He still has hopefully a few good years left in him, but he's never had to experience a competition like that. He was sort of handed the keys when the rebuild launched, and so it's kind of a different thing. So hopefully we will see Ronaldo. They're going to rely on a lot of guys uh, that are not on the roster right now to get through a championship season, and hopefully they can figure what's going on with Ronaldo down there in Schaumburg or wherever they're Charlotte, wherever the alternate site's going to be. I think that, you know, my feelings of Ronaldo Lopez, it's been past time for him to find another organization. It's not happening. And that's not because the White Sox haven't given him enough chances to succeed. He's gotten plenty. Um, Sometimes things don't click with a certain coaches, certain teams, that new scenery is just needed for everybody involved. Like we're is like even kicks ass down in the alternate site. What's the future here? You have Kopech coming back this year. Garrett Crochet, who they want to make a starter. So in the best circumstances, which wouldn't be great for the White Sox, Lance Lynn leaves. You have those two fill the spots occupied. And he's still odd man out. Maybe, very, very maybe on this one, he can develop into a reliever like I've been asking him to or them to do for him. The guy has to have something that is of value for the White Sox, for them to keep on giving him shots. I know that he has options, but after a while, you just got to say it's not happening as a starter Let's try something different. They tried the Ethan Katz thing, and maybe they're thinking that only a couple months with Ethan Katz is not enough. We need to have him on this program for five to six months, and that could be the explanation for why they're keeping him him, keeping the player and down in the alternate site. But I just I don't see it as a starter. So unless they're changing him into a reliever, which on this team, you know, unless there's a lot of injuries, he's not going to get any relief appearances with this 2021 White Sox team. I think a better thing would be an outward release or trade to some team that's saying, OK, we'll give him the necessary starts or whatever so he can figure it out on the mound 
maybe the Pirates will give you a low-level prospect or something so they could just start him every game. But I don't know if you of what your feelings about Ray Lowe is on the team, but he has no future here. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. I mean, and it, it's to a point where I know we always talk about the, the the sports fan thing is always, oh, get rid of this guy because he sucks. You know, but oftentimes you're getting rid of someone when they have the least amount of value in return you can get back. But I don't see any other option here with Ronaldo. I mean, you do have time here in the season, and who, who knows what's going to happen. Like, like you said, though, it's going to be a lot of injuries. And if you have an injury in April or May, I'm not so sure that they'd be quickly to, to usher Michael Kopech into a starting spot in the rotation, you know. So I think you will see him again, but it is to a point where it's like you you know, I don't like the bullpen idea for him. I know we talked about that and that's sort of how he profiles out, but when you have problems with your mechanics and your delivery and you need to have a rock solid foundation that you know what you're going to be every time you go out there, I think the bullpen is sort of an environment that's way too volatile to bring in a guy like that. You know, but maybe you can start there is like here's a here's just give me 3 outs and that's all you need. Just focus on 3 outs right now and we'll build on that as opposed to maybe this whole concept of going out there and starting a ball game maybe he's thinking about the the big picture instead of the moment and what's in front of him right there it who knows what goes on with certain guys like you know Lucas Giolito had the luxury of working out in the offseason with Ethan Katz. We heard, I believe, Rick Giolito, uh, Lucas's dad, talked about they were all working together with Jack Flaherty and Max Freed. But Ronaldo, because the pandemic didn't really have anyone, like maybe he had him, Ethan Katz on a Zoom call or something like that. So, like, you know, I'm wondering who, you know, he's going to be working with down there. Uh, at, at the alternate side that can connect with them. You know, I, I don't know what it is, but I think you're right. I think most likely that he's trending towards being done with the White Sox, and, and you hate to see that, especially considering he had so much promise when he first came over. He was the first guy we saw, and, you know, I, I was convinced that this guy is at least the number three in the rotation in that first couple of years because of some of those outings you just thought he was going to have some growing pains as a young pitcher coming up through the league and learning hitters and vice versa but it just never worked out but it's I, I'm not writing him off just yet because did you think we'd be talking about Carlos Rodon making a contribution here in, in 2021 the way the season no, ended yeah but so, also not really <laughs> depending on him either well yeah exactly I don't think you'll ever be in a position where you'll have to depend on Ronaldo Lopez for anything other than maybe a spot start or to you know be a long man to get you out of a game like you know with a, when the rosters expand but you will see him again i think and i and i hope next time we see him the results will be a lot better all right moving on uh, we'll take a quick time out here and after we come back from the short break uh we'll give you guys a recap on what happened today in the 108 tourney and maybe even take a little victory lap we're back after this on locked on white Sox. locked on white Sox is brought to you by our friends at rockauto.com you know folks Summer is coming, believe it or not. Yes, summer's almost here, and the number one thing you want to do is make sure your vehicle is ready to get out there and hit the road. So when you're looking for those auto parts to make sure your car's running tip-top shape, why go to one of those chain stores and get the auto parts when they have all the parts your car is ever going to need at rockauto.com. You see, it's good to maintain your car, but one of the best reasons to do so is to save money, right? You don't want to be stranded out there on the road this summer with your family when you could have fixed a simple problem with a little preventative maintenance. So go to rockauto.com and find those parts that your car is going to need to stay on the road and stay safe and have fun out there. I bet you didn't know, though, that chain stores have different price tiers for do-it-yourselfers and folks like you and I. 
but rockauto.com's prices, they're always the same for everybody. And best of all, they're always reliably low. Rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than charging prices on what the market will bear, sort of like how airlines do. Rockauto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account logging in. No more fiddling around with passwords and login info and sending yourself emails. No more. That's done. You just go in there to rockauto.com, find the parts you're looking for, add them to your cart, buy them, and wait for them to arrive at your doorstep in a timely manner. Best of all, rockauto.com is a family business, and they've been serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. So go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. And do us a favor, won't you, when you go to rockauto.com, write locked on in their How'd You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Herbie, we'll go go over the results here in a second here from the 108 tourney. But there were a couple of things that I enjoyed a lot. I mean, so much of the 108 tourney is about the content surrounding it and what people bring to the table, and we'll get to yours in one second. But... uh, Pete Hand's cameo that he got, his endorsement, uh, came from way high up in the uh, White Sox organization, and I enjoyed it oh so much. Hi, aloha, it's Tony La Russa. <laughs> Peter's asked me, and I'm proud and uh, very happy to support you in the White Sox fan 108 tournament. Uh, and I understand that you've been a White Sox fan for a long time, way back into the 70s, so... Uh, my pleasure to do so. I think best gift we can give you is a really exciting winning 2021, get into the playoffs. Uh, but for right now, the uh, the urgency, the priority is the uh, White Sox fan 108 tournament. Obviously. <laughs> and uh, I'm wishing you all best at that. All and, right, see you this season. All right, thank you, Tony. Uh, Pete did succeed today in the 108 tournament. He beat, I believe, Mrs. Beefloaf, who did an amazing thing, uh, was donating proceeds, uh, I guess a dollar for every vote. Uh, that she got towards uh, metastatic uh, breast cancer awareness treatment. Uh, so, you know, that's just a noble thing uh, that she's doing there. But uh, sadly, she lost. And I was watching the recap video, which we'll get to in a second, from uh, Cherizi talking about uh, maybe uh, rescinding that vote because of the noble cause that Mrs. Beefloaf was doing there. But uh, I love that cameo of, from Tony LaRusso there on the 108 tournament. Uh, and I had no idea that Pete Han had been a fan that long since the 70s. You know, maybe we could talk to Pete about Dick Allen. I'd love to talk about Dick with Pete. Uh, there was this other thing that happened here uh, in terms of endorsements with uh, K Fids. I know this is a guy you know from the uh, Pinwheels and Ivy podcast, but mm-hmm. uh, this really uh, stuck out to me later on in the afternoon as he gave his official endorsement to some folks. What's going on, everybody? It's K Fids from the Pinwheels and Ivy podcast, and it's time for that afternoon 108 tournament. K-Fids endorsement bump. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. Oh, my baby's got some gas. Quit yelling. Herb Lawrence, my guy. I love Herb. Uh, He's been on the Pinwheels and Ivy with us. Big supporter of the show. I'm going to roll with my man, Herb. Herb is class act through and through. Love it. Um, And, of course, now the hard last two. Got to go with Chris Kompka. I'm going with Chris Kompka because he's a defender of deep dish. And while I believe deep dish isn't to be eaten every week, it should be eaten at least twice a year as Chicago fans of pizza. Pie. Okay, delicious. Give me a sausage dish and some cornbread crust. Let's live. And then last but not least, 
right, sorry, Chris Tannehill, man. You are my Sopranos dude, but I got to go with Josh Nelson. Got to go with this White Sox content guy instead. So that's about all I got today. That's fair. I mean, K Fitz has to go with the White Sox content guy uh, uh, rather than me. <laughs> totally understandable. I get that. Um, but before we before we go over the, the results from uh, from the one hundred and eight uh, tourney today in our brackets, um, you, my friend, uh, may mm-hmm. have had one of the most savage moments in, in tournament history um, when you got southpaw. To break bad against fellow White Sox employee Alyssa Bergamini, uh and, and create a video where there's no audio accompaniment, obviously because it's Southpaw. But uh, once you uh, walk us through the thought process and uh, sort of the behind the scenes of you recruiting Southpaw to break bad on <laughs> on Alyssa, there. Well, it was Sean Anderson with this Coach Dave thing. And I was like, man, this dude's out here doing things, and it's awesome. If you guys haven't watched it yet, Sean Anderson has got. Some great videos about Coach Dave. I told him he should develop this a little bit further, not just for the 108 tournament, but the the content he was having there was killing me. I was like, man, people are going to vote for him because I would vote for him if I was in between me and him. And I was like, all right, so for next round, I knew I was going to win, but for next round, I got to do something big. And Alyssa's, you know, already known. She's on TV. She's in the stadium, so Sox fans know her face and maybe her name. She's been in this tournament a couple of years. Uh, she was at our 108 Fest with us uh, earlier this year. So I was like, this is going to be tough. I need something to put me over the top. So I was like, it's $50 to book Southpaw. I was looking at other people. Joe Creedy, I think, was 60 Those were the two people I was going to go for. But I was like, <laughs> you know, the Southpaw would be a little bit better. He's an actual well. It's an actual employee. I don't want to miss Ginger Southpaw because I think it's just a, a monster. Don't it's, dead name Southpaw on our podcast. We have enough problems as it is. <laughs> so it is a employee of the White Sox. So I was like, that would be really savage to have an employee talk about another employee or at least give the endorsement to a person that is going against that employee. So I just had a little script where I was like, you know, vote for Herb in the 108 tournament. Um, he put all, well, it put all the rest of the things in there pretty much except for the sorry Alyssa. I was wondering. And hi, Chris Ranji. I uh, put that one to, but all the, pretty much all the rest of the stuff was um, South Paul's creation or whoever uh, is helping South Paul with that marketing. That's, that's amazing. That was a nice touch with the, with the high Chris Ranji there. No doubt. Um, all right. So uh, do you have anything planned for the next round here? Who's your next opponent? Um, I think Layla beat James Fegan. Yeah. So this is the thing. I, and, and it's for both of us too. We're going against some tough customers. I think Layla was a second-ranked person, uh, odds-wise, when Sam Panianovich put this uh, for odds. So I'm really behind. You know, Layla is used to be NBC Sports Chicago, pre and post for the White, the White Sox, <laughs> the Whites, <laughs> and the then whites no, and blacks. now now she's on with Dan Bernstein, and so she's got some popularity and it's Layla she's good people I tried to help out my wife with that stuff but I the blacks and the whites and all this switching there's <laughs> Blanco so you're going against well, the guy well, that yeah, you've well, lost yeah, oh sorry well, yeah we'll sorry, get to, let, let, got to you. no you're fine let's let's go over the results today this is uh Cherizi from the brief recap show they did on Twitter tonight Herb Lawrence you know they've been they've been talking on locked on socks about the 108 tourney we're talking around the score 
this is how they make their run, man. And so Herbie takes down Alyssa Bergamini. That's a tough opponent, and he he did pretty well there. It's like fifty-five to forty-four, and uh, so I'm, you know, good for Herbie. That's I look forward to to him in the next round. Then my guy Josh Nelson. We just did an AMA, only four hours. So if you want a quick watch, you know, go watch that. Uh, we barely talk about baseball, which is amazing, but uh, it's it's pretty pretty fun. Um, he was defeated by his opponent today. All right. Oh. Next up. <laughs> Shane Reardon also did a video with us recently and is also on the losing end to Chris Kampka. Yeah, so Kampka's my opponent. Thank you, Terezi, for not even mentioning my name. I knew it was going to be like that. I'll be paying for that mistake I made by not mentioning his name on the score. So, yes, I have a, a really tough opponent who I have lost to. Last year, Chris Kampka beat me 57.3% to 42.7%. I, I will say this. Again, I'm just going to go back to this. Now that I've beaten Gas Money Bob, uh, I'm playing with house money. I can accomplish anything I want to in this tournament. Um, and I think I've made a lot of progress in the past calendar year. I was barely doing the podcast with you last mm -hmm. last March. We were still doing the McNeil and Parkin show. And since then, I think I've gotten a, a much greater voice uh, on the score. So, And plus, with this podcast here, my platform is a lot bigger. So I think I can close the gap here on Kampka, but I do not anticipate beating him i'm going to try my damnedest i don't have any special tricks up my sleeve but the wheels will be turning i don't know if i can afford to have a expensive cameo uh but yeah, yeah I'm, I'm hoping to close the gap here but you my friend you have a real shot here to to win this whole damn thing man and i'm pulling for you so this is the thing this is what i want to propose to the people listening to this podcast right now get us to a matchup if we beat these next two people, it will be the Locked On Sox final for the Dave Williams Regional, which is White Sox Dave, if you guys don't know. That's his name, Dave Williams. I like to call him people by their real names. Yeah. Um, you know, White Sox Dave. So if we beat our next two opponents, I have to beat Layla, and Chris has to beat Chris Kamka, which it's explaining how good Chris Kamka is, especially in the White Sox uh, universe, is hard because the man just – provides great stats he's this a uh, non-polarizing figure no one who is a white Sox fan hates chris kamka because all he brings is the truth i mean if you f hear him anytime on the white Sox talk podcast he's bringing realness and he's bringing stats to back up his realness he used to be an intern for the score i think that's can be some uh some uh uh, uh influence into what he does now but i think he's probably a smart guy yeah before I, chris chris intern like went f during the night shift when i was there so i could technically i mean similar to the way i say gas money bob was birthed from my my radio bit chris kampka was, <laughs> was was my intern yeah. so you know um yeah, you know, Chris was already ready to rock. He had ideas, though. Like, not many interns have ideas on, on fun stuff, but Chris would always bring fun stuff to the table. So, yeah, I'm not going to take credit uh, for that. But that's a, it's so a that's our only thing. Yeah, Just, a we got to meet in the finals. Locked on Sox will be meeting in the 108 <laughs> finals. They'll name me because 
you know, Treasy still hates you for not naming him. I know. I'm trying. I'm trying to get back in their good graces. They enjoyed. And then it's guaranteed one of us in the final four. I believe that. It would <laughs> yeah, be. they enjoyed the the our caller Paul correct from yesterday. I, I tipped him off about that guy. They they adored Paul. So we're we're trying to get back in their good graces. But yeah, you're right. I think if, as long as one of us makes it to the finals, that's great for the show. And ultimately, that's all I care about. But uh, yeah, it was a a fun day. Uh, I, I beat Josh Nelson handedly. I didn't have to check my phone. All night, so that was that was great. Um, we'll take a quick time out here, and we'll close out the show. And tell you what's coming up tomorrow, and guess what, Herb? Socks in the city returns mm. next on Locked On White Sox. Locked On White Sox is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football, yes, it's over, but the NBA, college hoops, bracket season, and the NHL—they're all in full swing. And not to mention, we've partnered up with BetOnline.ag. This Friday show, we're going to go over prop bets, over-under, division winner, pennant winner, and World Series winners. And we're going to place our bets live during the show and put our money where our mouth is at BetOnline.ag. How will the Southsiders fare in terms of where we're putting our money? Well, you have to wait and see until Friday's show. But you can bet on all sorts of things. You can bet on... Cy Young, MVP, most home runs. There's so much fun stuff going on with baseball at betonline.ag. And you can even bet on award shows. If you're digging reality TV, they've got prop bets for that as well. The odds are updated in real time, and you can bet on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds as well. It's the best way to place your bets, and best of all, it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts and don't forget our promo code locked on that's betonline.ag locked on white Sox is brought to you by our friends at built bar we've been telling you guys about built bar the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now built bar is the amazing low calorie low sugar high protein high fiber amazing tasting protein bar with 100 chocolate on all bars if you go to built bar on twitter at bar underscore built they've got built bar madness going on right now and you can vote for which built bar is your favorite and i gotta tell you built bar they confuse me all the time on which one's my favorite especially when i get these drops saturday i come home from running some errands and what's waiting for me at my doorstep is i have two new boxes from built bar but i didn't order any built bars what in the world is going on here see built bar rolls out these new flavors every once in a while and they like to send them to us so we can talk about how good they are. And you may have seen them promote what they have called Built Bar Puffs. Banana Cream Pie Marshmallow is one of the flavors that they had along with churro marshmallow and these things are just delicious they're a little lighter than the traditional built bars i think but they're just as delicious i gave one to my wife she enjoyed it as well and this banana cream pie marshmallow has 130 calories only with 17 grams of protein and only five grams of sugar they also sent me what was an amazing flavor i've got it right here in front of me birthday cake with sprinkles now the only thing i will say is i wish they would have sent me more because i think this might be one of my new flavors but it might be too late so when you're hearing me talk about it you better get to builtbar.com right now and see if they still have this flavor available it's birthday cake with sprinkles it's covered in 100 real chocolate this one in particular white chocolate 
just 140 calories, 17 grams of protein, and it is delicious. It even has a couple of little sprinkles in there so you could feel like it's your birthday even though it is not. Go to BuiltBar.com now. Use our promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Look, I use the Built Bars in real life. They're delicious. They're helping me on my weight loss journey. I'm down seven pounds from about a month ago and I, I couldn't be happier and Built Bar has been such a huge part of my weight loss. Go to BuiltBar.com and see the flavors that they've got cooking up. They may run out, so you got to act fast. BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCKED15, and go to Built Bar on Twitter and find out who will be the best-tasting protein bar. Beginning this Wednesday, the Locked On MLB podcast is featuring one of our biggest events of the Locked On MLB Division Preview Series. All of our Locked On experts in every MLB market answer the biggest questions around each team. Follow Locked On MLB on the Radio.com app wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Herbie, it's been a while since we did Socks in the City. Can you again? Yeah. Can you send my baseball? Sure. There. Wow. Avoid the clap, Jimmy Dugan. Wow! That's good advice! Alright. Tell the folks how they can send a submission. And if you don't know, it's been a while. Maybe uh, you're a new listener to the program here. Socks in the City is your awkward, fun, uh, maybe just bad encounters with uh, White Sox player and personnel. Could be out in the street, could be... uh, in the in the in the D lots, uh, it could be you know anywhere really grocery store, but we'd like you to share those stories of meeting uh, White Sox. I won't even say legends, just White Sox luminaries, and tell the folks how they can submit those. There's two ways now, and we have mm-hmm. a new wrinkle, and we're going to play our first Sox in the City voicemail. So tell the folks how they can contribute. Old school, you want to write us at lockedonsocks at gmail dot com. Lockedonsocks at gmail dot com. The new way is you leave a voicemail like this gentleman did. 312-566-8727. All right, so here we go. This is Socks in the City voicemail style. Hey, Herbie and Tanny. This is Morgan from Evergreen Park. Big fan of the podcast. Call him because I got a quick Socks in the City story for you. 2006, up at Cork and Carey here in the south side, pitching coach Don Cooper was doing his post-game show with uh, Chris Ranji, me, my brother Brian, my friend PJ were up there, and Coop's walking by, and I just say, hey, Coop, how's the ring? Because they just gotten their World Series rings. He looks at the three of us, takes the ring off, and drops it on our table and just walks away. So the three of us are looking at each other, bewildered of what just happened. You know, we're getting our pictures taken with the ring, and then people in the bar start noticing you know, these guys got a World Series ring, so they're all coming up and taking pictures of the ring with us. I didn't let it out of my hand because, you know, the man looked at me and dropped it. So the show goes on, and Coop doesn't come back for the ring. So we're sitting there, you know, asking, what do we do? And he's got his family with him, so eventually the show ends. I go back up to him with it, looks at me, doesn't even remember he'd given it to me, and goes, oh, there it is. So it's just a quick story for you. I know uh, Coop was on the score last week, and he's actually a really fun guy in person. So I just wanted to hit you guys with that story. Hope you guys are all doing well. Keep up the good work. Thanks. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Morgan. And, yes, Coop was on the score, uh, Josh Nelson. Um, Yeah, that was a fun story from Coop there. <laughs> I'm kidding. You're a bad guy. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, he questioned the validity of Coop coming on the score. You hear that there? Coop's a fun guy. Uh, that's vintage Coop right there, a showman. 
There's no way he forgot his World Series ring. He just put on a little show for the crowd, the the show within the show over at Coop at the Cork. One of the things I miss uh, about uh, working on the weekends, which is not many things, but doing the Coop at the Cork broadcast. And, of course, I always think about the time where Jeff Cox uh, went on stage at Coop at the Cork and our buddy Brendan, second Brendan McCaffrey, mentioned today. And Brendan McCaffrey tried to stop Jeff Cox from going on the stage because he thought he was just some guy, like some pipe fitter from Evergreen Park that was going to rush the stage and, and attack Coop. But Brendan, being a, a crack producer, like Doug Buffone used to say, our crack producer, uh, Brendan did a great job uh, tentatively uh, keeping Jeff Cox off the stage. But yeah, how about that? Sox in the City returns with a, a great story from Morgan there. That's awesome, Morgan. And yeah, those shows were really fun. I remember having to produce some of those from the studio. I never, I don't think, ever went out to the Coop at the Cork uh, broadcast because, firstly, way out in the south side. And secondly, I think I did most of the games uh, at the station. In 2006, I think I was still doing the like the sidecar stuff, so I wasn't on the board. But, yeah, man, just exciting times back then. I remember going to that first game of the year. I was like, man, the, the scores got the socks. This relationship's going to be great. We're going to go to the playoffs every single year. <laughs> this is going to be awesome. But, uh, yeah, it didn't work out that way. But, uh, yo, those uh, were some of the best things. I remember Coop would it be late sometimes. And I don't know where was our sponsor. Was it uh, Windy City Limos would have to pick him up from the from the ballpark and get him out to the Coop at the Cork on the south side. And uh, let's just say Coop was uh, enjoying himself a little bit. He enjoyed uh, some beverages before the show, during the show, after the show. But he wasn't driving, folks. Yeah. He said the limo got him home because yeah. he's a responsible man. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Um, all right. So, uh, you know, I threw a, threw a shot at Josh Nelson there, but I'll do what I did on Twitter. Sox Machine, uh, Josh Nelson, Jim Margulis do an amazing job. And they are trying to do what we're doing, not that they got the idea from us. So they're just trying to find more ways to get more eyes on their great product, which is Sox Machine. And uh, throw them a subs- uh, subscription, too, on YouTube. They just la- launched their Sox Machine on YouTube. And I know from experience like how hard it is not only to build up this YouTube audience. You see I'm throwing prize packs at people to try to accelerate the process, but it's still a slow burn, not to mention the video editing aspect to it, which like they've got a nice video presentation to it as well. So check them out on YouTube, Socks Machine, doing a great job at Socks Machine on YouTube. All right, Herb, want to tell them what we got coming up on tomorrow's show? Well, on tomorrow's show, we'll talk to Nash Walker. Yeah, real name. He is the Locked On Twins host. So we'll have a Twins version of Locked On Socks and then a White Sox version of Locked On Socks. We'll be doing a crossover episode like you heard us with the Tigers and the Indians the week previous. So it's the Hated Twins week, and we'll get a lot of um, – I think this won't be as friendly as the other two guys. <laughs> it's not because Nash is any bad guy. I just hate the Twins, so I won't have any great words for him. We might have to talk a little bit. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, man. Like we don't, you know, this, this is my first time talking to to Locked On Indians this year. Like we talked to obviously Chris at Locked On Tigers last year, but we didn't get a chance to do our division previews because of of COVID last year. So this is my Correct. first time talking to Nash. So like I really want to know about the Twins, how much we should fear them. Uh, how have they improved? Uh, what are you know? What do they think about you know getting Alex Colomay? I want to talk to them about the whole Nelson Cruz uh, courting process and how that affected the White Sox and things like that. So that'll be tomorrow, and hopefully 
on Thursday as well. Hopefully we can get a two-parter out of it if uh, everything goes well. And then on Friday, we have our props special, our season prop bet special uh, for the White Sox. We'll make a wager on Cy Young, MVP, World Series, uh, stuff like that. That's courtesy of betonline.ag, so that'll be ending the week this Friday. So uh, with that, that's all I got tonight, Herbie. Thank you, sir. That is Chris Tannehill. Follow him at Chris Tannehill. Me, Herb Lawrence, Ecknawall23, and the show at Locked On Socks on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And you heard Tanny. Go there. Tell your friends to go there. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hit the notifications bell so you know when we drop on videos down here. And it might not even be our shows. It might be a special highlight package that Tanny put up together for the 2020 season. Maybe a hyped up video that we might put up later. You don't know <laughs> if you don't hit the notifications bell. And one of you will get a Locked On Socks prize pack if the next 100 people subscribe. Where are we at now? Like a... Like we're at like 400, th- 500. I, mean, I wish we're like at 300 something and change, uh, but, but it's, uh, it's climbing. When we hit 400. Tanny sending out another one. Yeah. I just sent out, uh, one to, to Chris Lowy earlier this week. And so, you know, I'm going to send out some more once every hundred subscribers will get a prize pack. I, I sent one out also, I promised to whoever voted for me and showed proof of the screen grab in the first round against gas money, Bob, that strategy worked. So, uh, I, uh, I sent a prize pack out today, and uh, we'll be sending 345. So not quite there yet, but uh, hopefully by this time next week, I'll be sending out a new prize pack. So subscribe to Locked on Socks on YouTube, please. We're going to have the full shows up there. Hopefully by the time we get 1,000 subscribers, I think I'm going to put this whole show up there tomorrow. So, yeah, man, we'd appreciate this, the love. And don't forget the iTunes thing. Like, you know, that's where we get the money from is from the podcast itself and show respect to our sponsors and support them. You know, Bet Online, Built Bar, Rock Auto, Locker Room. Yeah, like a Pete Hand loves Built Bar. He's oh a big yeah, fan people, 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 yeah, people are up on the Built Bars now. Oh, so. Jordan Malley the other day, who from Locked On Bulls, was showing me the new flavor um, they got for um, Built Bar. Yeah, he says it tastes like a uh, Three Musketeers. Yeah, maybe that was one of the puffs. Like we had a churro, yeah. churro marshmallow puff. Like yeah, I talked about that during yesterday's copy. Uh, but yeah, it's nice to get uh, two boxes of Built Bar show up at your doorstep. Maybe you'll have that waiting for you when you get back uh, to Chicago. So yeah, support our sponsors, support us on iTunes, and, and leave us a nice rating and a comment. That way, we kind of bumps us up. It helps us up, you know, uh, getting us into the iTunes standing. So we get more eyes and ears. And while we're throwing love, I believe Chuck Garfine had Tony La Russa on the on the uh, White Sox White Sox Talk podcast today. So if you want to hear Tony La Russa in depth. Uh, extended long form. Check out Chuck, our Chuck, uh, their Chuck, I should say, uh, on the uh, White Sox Talk podcast. Our guy Tony Gill sent it to me early. Uh, I still have not got a chance to listen to it yet, but I'm sure it's great. So uh, now that we're showing love to everyone, that's what it's all about this week in the 108 tourney. Subscribe to them as well at From the 108 on Twitter and uh, vote out there and follow these people that you never heard of. I'm making a lot of new relationships out here with people I never interacted with before. So that's what it's all about. It's a beautiful thing. So let's get out of here. We should get out of here. What do you think? Yeah, that sounds good. So for Chris Tannehill, my name is Herb Lawrence. Vote for us on Thursday for the locked up for the locked on for the one on eight tourney. Vote for us so we can hit the finals and we can face each other and then throw dirt at each other. Wouldn't that be great, guys? Wouldn't that be a great episode? Me talking shit about Chris, him talking shit about me. Oh man. And I know that guy who doesn't like the cussing is like from yesterday, Paul. Oh, and yeah. then today me cussing, man, oh, head boy. is exploding. <laughs> and I'm not talking about 
bad about you, guy. It was funny. segment. <laughs> I appreciate that. So thank you for joining us on this episode of Locked on Socks.